Hi guys and welcome back to Four Better Days. I'm your host Kira Callahan and I'm so happy to be sitting down, sitting in front of the microphone and talking to you guys all about my ins and outs of 2023 pertaining to health and wellness because I know everyone is on their like New Year's grind trying to become the best version of themselves and oftentimes during this time of the year things can get a little confusing, things can be a little bit stressful and sometimes anxiety anxiety inducing when there's just so much information being thrown at you about what you should be doing, what you shouldn't be doing, what this person's doing, what worked for that person. So I'm just going to be here telling you guys personally from my experience what has worked for me and bringing into and continuing on doing in 2023 and what has not worked for me and things that I won't be doing, buying, or experiencing in 2023 as well. But with that being said, don't forget to leave a rate and review if you love listening to this podcast. It really does help me. It helps our podcast grow and get pushed out to more people so that we can continue growing our community on here on Instagram and in our wellness girlies group chat. All of those links, my Instagram and the group chat are listed in the description box of literally every single podcast episode. And there's already 400 plus girls in the little group chat. So make sure to join so that you can connect with more girlies, more people that are in tuned and aligned to you, your goals and everything that this podcast is about health, wellness, lifestyle, balance, self-care, becoming your best self and living your best life. But with that being said, let's just get right on into my weekly recap as well as my segments. Obviously, it's the new year and I feel like given the new year, I want to kind of revamp my podcast. I know I literally just revamped my podcast given that I did a huge rebranding with my name, my logo, and all of that stuff, but I kind of want to revamp this portion of this episode last year i switched up the segments a few times i think i switched it up twice last year i feel like this is just like a little update in terms of the podcast but i am planning on bringing on guests but i don't want to overwhelm you guys with guests just because i do like having these solo sit down episodes but this year one of my goals for the podcast is to bring on at least one guest a month if i bring on more than one guest a month then i will supplement with an additional podcast episode so some months if i have two guests i will give you guys an extra episode to kind of even that out but i'm also toying with the idea of maybe just having like a bonus episode but we'll see about that. I'm still planning all of that out, but (laughs) that's just to kind of keep you guys in the loop, keep you guys in the loop with what I'm kind of thinking and going through, especially since you guys are the listeners of this podcast. I want to get your feedback. So if you have any questions or feedback, definitely reach out to me at for better days pod on Instagram, because it would be so, so helpful with that. My sunrise of the week is that this past weekend, I literally spent both Saturday and Sunday pretty much by my myself doing things for me myself and no one else i spent both days at coffee shops i woke up in the morning got in a little bit of movement and then i went out to a coffee shop i did some work at the coffee shop i also just enjoyed spending time by myself now if you were to ask me a year ago or if you were to tell me a year ago so me a year ago (laughs) if that makes sense that I would be going to coffee shops or just going out to places by myself, I would have said no way. Only because, 
you know, I was not really getting out of my comfort zone that much last year. I didn't really like doing things by myself. I'm still a little reserved when it comes to some things and doing some things by myself, but I'm really working on pushing myself out there, pushing myself out of my comfort zone, because as I've talked about in previous episodes, pushing yourself out of your comfort zone is gonna make you feel a little bit more discomfort, but that discomfort is what's gonna make you grow and evolve into the person that you want to become. So both days I got some avocado toast. I got some matcha lattes, which funny enough, I'm literally drinking a matcha latte right now and I think I might have perfected my matcha recipe literally today also if I say literally one more time take a shot don't actually but I need to stop saying literally anyways I took myself out on self care dates solo dates I spent the weekend by myself I went out by the water I went on some hot girl walks I went to Target and bought things that I didn't necessarily need. And it was just so nice, so relaxing, and so fun. As far as my recipe for the week, I have been obsessed with this glow soup. I posted a TikTok recipe and an Instagram reel with this soup. The ingredients and the recipe instructions are all in the captions of both the TikTok and the Instagram. But it is such an easy soup. It literally took like 20 maybe 30 minutes max and it has a so simple ingredients and it is such a good sloop because it's filled with vitamins and minerals it's amazing for your eyesight given the carrots it's also anti-inflammatory and it's amazing for your skin given the turmeric that's all in there so you guys know i've been talking about like my hormonal acne since getting off birth control i'm definitely gonna do an entire episode on my post birth control journey, but I'm thinking of doing that at the six month mark, which will be around the March time period, just so that I have more information to give you guys and share with you guys. But this soup has been amazing. I've been eating it literally every day. I had a bowl yesterday. I had a bowl today for lunch. I made it last week. It is so good, so easy, especially in the winter time, given that it's still kind of cold and gloomy in most parts of the world, at least in the Northern hemisphere, since it's still winter up here. My current favorite is my hatch alarm clock. If I ever influence you to buy anything, it should be this alarm clock because it is a lifesaver. It has changed my life and I've only had it for two weeks. I got this for Christmas and I'm obsessed with it. I'm waking up earlier now. I'm going to bed a little bit earlier. I am being, you know, put to sleep with a sunset and then light rain sounds and then I'm being woken up with this sunrise and birds chirping. It's fully customizable to you your desires your likes it has all these sounds all these sunset sunrise colors and it's so amazing i'm i'm beyond obsessed and with that let's just get right on into my health and wellness ins and outs for 2023 i think most people usually start with the ins but i'm gonna start with the outs just because these are the things i literally just want out of my life i don't want to deal with them i don't want to do them i don't want to get involved in any of these and then we'll kind of spin it in a more positive light towards the end of the episode and I'll talk to you guys all about my ins for 2023. So the first out is fad diets. Any type of diet, I don't care if it's keto, I don't care if it's high carb, low fat, I don't care if it's high protein, meat only, whatever it may be, fad diets are out the window. If anyone talks to you about dieting, ignore them, block them, throw, throw them out the window. Not actually, but like, no, we're not doing anything pertaining to fad diets in 2023. Those are no longer aligned to us. They should have never been aligned to us. We are not dieting whatsoever. None of my channels talk about dieting or fad dieting or taking things out of your diet. I promote 
adding things into your diet and living a life of balance and being able to enjoy the foods you actually like in moderation. It's all about intuitive eating, trying to eat an 80-20 balance. But even with that, I'm not restricting you in any way whatsoever. I talk to you guys all the time about my diet and what I eat in a day and what I like to enjoy. I share with you guys when I'm eating pizza, when I'm having cookies, when I'm literally at a party or drinking alcohol, whatever it may be, I share that to keep it real with you guys and to show you guys that I'm not only eating fruits and vegetables and home-cooked meals and I still go out to eat and I still enjoy my time all within moderation. So that is the first thing that's out, fad dieting, no more, no thank you. Kind of going along with fad dieting is the fact or the idea that people believe that they need to earn their food by exercising. I used to do this all the time and what I mean by this is that we would often or I would often say I can have ice cream tonight if I run for 30 minutes or the opposite I had two cookies earlier today so now I have to go work out for 45 minutes to kind of like burn that off. That was how I used to think. That was my old mentality. I also think that was a mentality that was so prevalent in the early to mid 2000s. So when I was growing up, when I was hitting puberty, all the magazines were talking about calories and cutting carbs and doing this and that, especially Tumblr. Tumblr was such a toxic era for every single person that was on Tumblr. I if I could go back in time and delete a website, it would have been Tumblr. That would have been the first thing on my list to delete and remove just because of how toxic it was and just because of all the negativity on there. But we are no longer earning our food through exercise. We are exercising when we feel like moving our body. We are intuitively moving our body. We're also intuitively eating foods that are in alignment to us and our needs and our desires. We are letting go of the fact that you need to earn your food because food isn't to be earned. Food is meant to nourish you and to fuel you and you want to eat food that does that for you. You don't want to see food as a punishment and that's definitely easier said than done. I feel like a lot of these things are sometimes easier said than done but it's just like a mindset and mentality that you slowly have to start training yourself on and slowly having to start shifting away from and moving towards a mentality that prioritizes and focuses more on balance and your intuition and how you feel and the energy you have currently. Number three is no more drinking coffee on an empty stomach. I used to do this all the time and it was so harmful to me. I'm just like looking back and I'm laughing only because I always drink coffee on an empty stomach. In high school, I try to be not even cool, but like that's when a lot of people started bringing Starbucks to school or Dunkin' Donuts coffee or honestly just their own coffee in like their little like travel coffee mugs. And I was never a coffee drinker. I kid you not. I mean, still to this day, I'm not a huge coffee drinker. But back then, my coffee used to be a lot of creamer and a little bit of milk. It kind of still is to this day, but it's a little bit more balanced out. I swear my coffee used to be almost white just because it had so little coffee in it. But even with that, I was drinking coffee first thing in the morning. I was getting to school. It was 7 o'clock and I had my coffee in hand and I just wanted to fit in because high school and even college and honestly any type of schooling, everyone's trying to fit in. Everyone's trying to find their footing and 
this is what everyone was doing and at that time I just kind of did what everyone else did I didn't really care or focus too much about what I wanted and the needs that I wanted I would drink coffee and I would constantly complain about being nauseous having headaches extreme bloating just not feeling good and it's because coffee on an empty stomach messes with your stomach and the stomach acid and your digestive system and all of that <laughs> it makes you more inflamed and it causes bloating and it also causes all those negative side effects that I always complained about aka the nausea the headaches and even though I was feeling all those things I still continue to drink coffee on an empty stomach until I learned that you should not do that and I still see people to this day doing that and I'm not telling you you have to have a full-on meal I don't I'm not telling you you need to eat like an entire breakfast before you drink coffee but I am saying get something in your stomach whether it's like a little fruit bowl or a granola bar or whatever it may be just fill your stomach with something coat your stomach with something first before you add coffee to it to kind of lessen the blow of the coffee in your system number four is negative self-talk and i've talked about this multiple times we are not talking down to ourselves this year or honestly ever we promote positive self-talk we promote positive affirmations and gratitude and just being kind to ourselves and being kind to others because if you can't be kind to yourself why do you expect other people to be kind to you if you can't be nice to yourself why would you expect other people to be nice to you and the way i kind of like to think of this is treat yourself like you would a good friend your best friend in the entire world someone you admire and look up to you would never say all the mean negative things to them that you say to yourself so why should you say that to yourself? If you start thinking it in that way, it kind of opens your eyes to the things that you're actually saying to yourself and the things that you're thinking about yourself. And it will kind of start this shift in your own internal mindset and in your own internal perspective of yourself rather than looking in the mirror and nitpicking your acne and nitpicking your nose or your face or your hair, your body, whatever, you will start to appreciate all the things about yourself your teeth, your smile, how your eyes glisten in the sunlight, how your hair is always so straight and silky or whatever. Continuously talking to yourself positively changes your entire aspect and outlook on life. Once you start having this internal positivity, you will look at life through a more positive lens and no longer through a negative lens. You will start to appreciate all the little things in life and not look at all the negative things in life. Next is no more scrolling before bed. I've talked about my nine to nine rule where it's I don't go on my phone for 9 p.m. all the way up until 9 a.m. and sometimes honestly even later in the morning. I tried not to go on my phone all that much. I try to get all my work stuff done. Before then I try to call all my family members or whoever before nine o'clock. That way at nine I can start letting my body relax. I can lessen the blue light to my eyes and it'll help me start getting in a better sleep rhythm i have noticed that once i've started following this nine to nine rule i started falling asleep faster i started having longer sleeps meaning i wasn't waking up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom or just waking up because i couldn't fall asleep or i was uncomfortable or i had all these thoughts it really helped me and my body relax one thing I'm doing with this is reading before bed as well. So instead of scrolling, I've replaced scrolling with reading. And I just try to read until I get super tired or until I fall asleep. Sometimes I've slept with a book on the bed just because I was so tired. It literally put me to sleep. Also, get rid of plastic Tupperware. Plastic Tupperware is out. It's filled with BPAs. 
and all this other negative chemicals that we don't need in our house in our system or with our food stored in it because if you're cooking your food or heating up your food within those plastic tupperwares within the microwave you're allowing those chemicals to be excreted into your food which completely messes with your hormonal system and it can imbalance your hormones and it can bring more toxicity into your own body so i've honestly since i grew up my mom always had glass tupperware and that's just kind of something i've kept on with my life since moving in to my own apartment number seven is to not focus on the opinion of others we are focusing on ourselves we're being delusional we're being that lucky girl we're listening to ourselves and doing whatever we feel like doing and not listening to the opinions of others and what they are telling us we should be doing or should be thinking or should be wearing or should be whatever this is allowing you and yourself to take your own life into your own hands to do the things that you think you should be doing to honestly just live a life full of happiness and abundance i know that could have been a lot but honestly i constantly promote living your own life living your life for yourself that's why my podcast my platform is called four better days because what we're doing is helping you start living better days in your life whether that's health wellness self-care habits routines positive self-talk honestly anything and everything under the sun we are working on our best selves for ourselves and no longer listening to what other people have to say because if i listened to what other people had to say if i kept trying to find out what other people were saying about me I would have never posted my TikToks, my first TikToks. I would have never created a podcast or started the YouTube channel or honestly moved away from Virginia to Miami. I would have never done any of that because that's what all those things people were telling me not to do. And I went ahead and did them because it was something I wanted to do. It was something I wanted to experience and look at where we are now. One year later with my podcast, we have grown such an amazing community and also Two years later, after starting my YouTube, my TikTok, my Instagram, my community is just amazing, full of engaging, like-minded, positive individuals that I'm so excited to like share with and be with and continue to create content for. So live your life for yourself and not for others. But with that being said, we're going to go right on into my ins for 2023. And the first one is to prioritize balance and nourishing meals. And by this, I mean... Just trying to have well-rounded meals, trying to include protein, fats, carbs into all of our meals. That way we stay satiated, we stay full, we feel great, we have higher amounts of energy. Number two is cycle syncing is in. I'm going to do an entire episode, like I mentioned earlier, all about cycle syncing how I'm doing cycle syncing, how I feel from cycle syncing, but I've been doing this for about two months now and I honestly just feel amazing. I feel like I have more energy. My skin is getting better. It's clearing up. Basically what cycle syncing at a very high level because I will go more in depth on this in another podcast and likely a YouTube video is that as females, we have four mini cycles within a month. As males, males just follow a 24-hour calendar. So every day is a new cycle for them. They follow the circadian they follow the circadian rhythm. Females, we follow a 28-day calendar, and within that, it is broken down into four blocks. They're not all equal blocks though. The first one is starting with our menstrual cycle. Then we also have the follicular ovulation and luteal phases. So there's four phases within that. 
And during each of those phases, you should focus on different types of movement and different types of nutrition and like fruits and veggies you're putting into your diet to feel like your most optimized yourself to help balance your hormones and all of that that's definitely in for me because it's honestly made me feel so great in my own body especially since coming off of the birth control pill number three is to prioritize rest and this also includes sleep it doesn't just mean like take a break from work or anything like that I mean sleep as well. I'm trying to get seven to eight hours of sleep per day just because I know that's like my good range of sleep when I feel like the most optimized and energized version of myself when I wake up. But this also means when it comes to working out, we're not forcing ourselves to move every single day and do these hard workouts. It's actually better as females to kind of take it easier, take it slower on your body because it puts less stress on our bodies and it helps lower your cortisol levels. Number four, is matcha and tea. They have been my best friends since coming off of birth control. I've kind of stepped away from coffee. I honestly haven't had coffee in the past, I wanna say two and a half weeks, and I felt so amazing not having coffee. I was never coffee dependent. If I had coffee, I probably had coffee max once a day, but even that, I think that's a lot. I probably had coffee three to four times per week. But since getting rid of coffee and really focusing on matcha and tea, I feel so much better. I start my morning off with tea. I wake up, drink a cup of tea in the morning. I sit out on my balcony and enjoy that while I do a meditation. Usually around the three o'clock range, I'll have a matcha. Throughout the day, I'm drinking green juices or water or wellness shots. And then at nighttime, I will finish my night off with another cup of tea. And I just feel so great doing that. We're also working on managing our stress. You don't have to constantly be doing something being productive all the time isn't actually the best for you it can be counterproductive when your schedule is overwhelmed and this definitely varies person to person obviously everyone's different everyone works in different ways but for me personally when i had a lot to do when i overfilled my plate and i would just look at my to-do list it would make me less likely to want to do anything then i would stress myself out because i would be working up on due dates and that's just not good and I'm not doing that anymore. So basically a way that I'm managing my stress is to just make a top three to a top five, but no more than five prioritization list. So every day I have three to five things that I must accomplish that day. I'm no longer putting in all this fluff and extra fun stuff on my to-do list, such as make your bed and brush your teeth and brush your hair just to have something to check off because I found myself just checking off the small things that took no time and then not wanting to do the things that took the most time and I would constantly push those and push those tasks to the next day and the next day and the next day. That's just one way I'm managing my stress. Not being on my phone as much is also another way I'm managing my stress as well as trying to focus on reading more as I mentioned before and really just meditating and relaxing, doing yoga, all of those things like breath work have definitely helped me as well. Number six is get your daily vitamin D and or direct sunlight and or both. I just found out I'm deficient in vitamin D. I got a thorough blood work testing done for my hormones and my gut health with my naturopath and she said that my vitamin D levels are low, funny enough, because I literally live in Florida where the sun is shining almost every single day of the year, which just showed that last year I wasn't really 
going outside and I knew that I was spending a lot of my time indoors that's why this weekend I really focused and prioritized and getting myself outside getting myself out of my apartment just because oftentimes I think especially for people who work from home we find ourselves locked inside all day long and not wanting to leave our house but whether you get your daily dose of vitamin d through an actual vitamin or from going outside I recommend going outside and if you need a supplement with a vitamin given doctor's notice then I definitely would but that's why I've been spending about 15 to 20 minutes outside on my balcony every single morning. I watch the sunrise, I listen to the planes and the birds chirping and the sounds of the city. I also try to get at least 5 to 10 minutes of a walk that can honestly just be a walk around the block. But at least I'm going outside and getting some daily dose of fresh air. Number 7 is being sober curious. Now I'm not saying that this is going to go through all the way until the end of 2023. But especially now that I'm working with my naturopath and I'm trying to heal my hormones and my gut health and help my acne since getting off the birth control, I have kind of decided to do dry January. And I can definitely talk more about this, but it's basically where you don't drink the entire month of January. That means I'm not drinking any sort of alcohol, whether that's wine, cocktails, liquor, beer, or anything like that. It's honestly not too difficult for me because I've never been a huge drinker, but when I do drink, I don't just have one. I have two to three to four to five drinks. And then I just hate the anxiety that comes with drinking. I hate waking up and feeling gross and wasting an entire day in bed or on the couch just because I'm hungover. So it's only been 10 days, which has not been bad. I have not failed yet, but I definitely think I will continue to be a little bit more sober curious throughout the year just because it also helps with inflammation because drinking is definitely inflammatory and I'm focusing on doing and eating and drinking anti-inflammatory things. And last one is being delusional and believing that you're the luckiest girl in the world. This mentality has definitely changed my life. This mentality has helped me become who I am. It has helped me bring me to what I'm doing and has helped me just be able to reach a whole bunch of different people and create an audience and live a life that I love to live and win random raffles and do random things and being invited on crazy adventures and stuff like that all through being delusional and believing that I'm the luckiest person ever. I know right now there's a trend on TikTok about like the lucky girl syndrome and I think I might do an episode about that or a YouTube video about that or a TikTok. So we'll see what kind of platform I decide to like do that topic on. But it's honestly changed my life. I That's why I really preach about gratitude journaling and just being so thankful and positive. And it's all about really believing and feeling and then acting upon all of that stuff. But with that... Those were my eight outs of 2023 and my eight ins of 2023, all regarding health and wellness. I hope your new year has started off on the right foot. And if it hasn't, don't worry. It's literally only day 10 of the new year. You have 355 days left of the year. Make the most of it. I know a lot of times during the new year, everyone is stressing out about having to have their vision boards and their resolutions or their goals and all the things that they want to achieve like right up at the very beginning of the year but this is just your friendly reminder if you haven't done those it is okay you don't have to stress about it you can take it easy take it slow with that being said i'm gonna finish you guys off with a journal prompt and this journal prompt for the week is what do i love about my life right now you can either make a list you can just do a whole like paragraph on it whatever feels best for you just write down 
anything and everything that you love about your life right now because this will start training you to think in a more positive mindset and see all the great little things about life. With that, I am so excited for this year. I'm so excited for where this podcast is going this year and for the audience that we currently have listening to this podcast. If you're new here, thank you for clicking and joining us in our wonderful community. And I'll speak to you guys in next week's episode. Bye.